From the Woodshed, a candid conversation with Chase Morrill and Ryan Eldridge from Kennebec Cabin Company, home of the Maine Cabin Masters. Brought to you by Nelma, safeguarding our lumber resources since 1933. See the stamp, trust the quality. Now, from the Woodshed studio at KCC headquarters in Manchester, Maine, it's Chase and Ryan. So this is From the Woodshed. Live from the Woodshed. Live from the Woodshed. I'm Chase Morrill. With me is Ryan Eldridge and our producer, my daughter, Maggie Morrill. History in the making right here. <laughs> She's psyched to be here this morning, too. Aren't you, Maggie? Yeah. <laughs> she looks pretty happy. So I guess we should just start off by kind of telling who we are and what's going on. And preempt everything if we don't know what we're doing, so bear with us. Bear with this us. This is a start. It'll get easier, better, more fluid. Yeah. You know, we've been doing the TV show Main Cat Masters for four or five years now, and we thought we'd kind of just branch out, do a little side gig, kind of talk about behind the scenes, cabin stuff. Stuff people really want to know that we can't address on the TV show. Yeah. And we'd like to thank Nelma Northeast Lumber Manufacturing Association for sponsoring this. Thank you, guys. This is a great idea. Yeah. And it's, you know, we use a ton of eastern white pine in every project we do, and they represent a lot of lumber mills around the Northeast. So this all started with Maine Cabin Masters, an idea. Seems like so many years ago. It really does. (laughs) We've done over 60. Yeah, almost 70. Almost 70 camps now. And, you know, we kind of knew we wanted to start something up on our own to carry us over when the show... show, We know the show isn't going to go on forever. Someday it is going to end. Yeah. We're trying to build the brand to bridge the gap so we can continue on. And we came up with the name Kennebec Cabin Company. Yeah. So we now have a headquarters in Manchester, Maine. We are live from beautiful downtown Manchester, (laughs) Maine. Worldwide headquarters. Worldwide headquarters. And we've got a retail space here. We've got an office space. We've got Ashley's design space. We've got a conference room. Studio. Studio. Now we have a recording studio. We've got a huge parking lot. Yeah. For when this is all over. And it's still a work in progress. Yeah. Um, winter's trying to hold on, but we're getting going again. We're starting to think more about cabins and, you know, our next season. But we wanted to do this YouTube channel to kind of include that. So, and we have a lot of free time on our hands right now, like everybody else. Yeah, it's you know difficult times for everybody, and so, you know we're just trying to keep momentum going with the show, keep content out there, and this is where we start. This is where we start, and we got an exciting first guest today. <laughs> Let's just start right now with the over and under. Will she be on time? Can anyone guess who this guest is going to be? We did tell her a half hour early, so. And we're going to give her an extra 20 minutes. Yes, yes. Um, and I think she would kill us if she wasn't our first guest. Yeah, oh, true. So it's only fair. Yeah, so we'll be having guests on, you know. Regularly. Regularly. You know, people in our industry, people, you know, from around the state. Just maybe a lucky fan once in a while be fun. Yeah. Camp owners, previous camp owners. Yeah. We get a ton of questions regularly that, you know, we really don't have a good way to address. So we think this is a good way to do it and just keep talking and we're not going to spend a whole hour on budgets every day there's so much of better stuff yes we do have a lot but of we will address that as well yeah and you know like we said it's COVID-19 is going around right now we are staying safe we hope everybody else is staying safe um 
We're deemed essential. We're deemed essential. We're social distancing in this space, you know, keeping all the necessary precautions. The store, the retail store is closed down the physical location currently, but we still have online available, KennebecCabinCompany.com. T-shirts, hats, mugs. Art, houseware, you name it. Yeah, we, got, we do have a lot, Furniture. Of, a lot of stuff from artists we've worked with. Another thing I want to make to mention, we also have a real estate section on there. You know, camps, we get so many calls for camps, people looking for real estate. We've got a great network of realtors out there. Go to our website, maincabinmasters.com, and click on real estate, and you'll find a whole plethora of information. Yep, yep. And, you know, we're kind of uncertain right now when our building season will start back up. Um, currently, Ryan and I are scouting camps, getting ready for the season, but... You know, a lot of the guys are, you know, staying at home, being safe, taking care of their families. Um, yeah, it's a weird times, but we're trying to come out of this stronger and better than we did before. Yeah. And, we, you know, thankful for everybody who's working with us and keeping the state moving, keeping the country moving. Yeah. All the frontline workers. Hammond Lumber is still there. Yeah. Luckily, Ham is <laughs> keeping us going. They're delivering. Yeah. I think we, we may all become more efficient after this. We might seem less of our salesmen. It's true. Sorry, Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> Phone calls will work just fine. Yeah. Curbside. Yeah. So we're getting our first thumbs up, I think, from our producer. Okay. Um, yeah, and real quickly, if so we want to kind of do this a call, not a call-in, but a write-in questions from people. We're hoping to get to a point where we could even do live video streaming of people's cabins. Oh, that'd be cool. We're going to have a YouTube channel. Look under Kennebec Cabin Company. You can go to our website. KennebecCabinCompany.com, where you can contact us, and we'll screen the questions and try and answer as many as we can. Right. Um, and Maggie has a list of questions to start with. Yes. And so. Okay. All right, we're gonna. Okay, so our first question is from Victoria. When might we know if there will be a season five? Good question. <laughs> <laughs> when and where would be a season five? Hopefully any minute now. Yeah, so we're, we are working under the assumption that there is a season five. We're going to be doing camps regardless, TV or no TV. Yeah, and we'll be, yes, one way or another, we'll be working on camps. We'll keep producing content, whether it's for a large network or on our own. But all signs right now, knock on wood, are leading towards a season five. We're out scouting. There's rumors swirling around. And there's so much still unknown as far as production. I mean, you know. We didn't know our future, then this whole, the whole COVID thing. So, I mean, everything is in slow motion. Yeah. But we're, ho we're hoping we're going to get picked up by one of the bigger networks and start cranking away. Maybe be, it might be a test season, but we'll start small and go from there. Yeah, and as soon as we know anything, we'll let you guys know. But we're taking it, yeah, day by day right yeah. now. It changes regularly. Yeah. Okay, so next question is from Sue. How do I find out if you've picked my application? Do you guys just call or is the deadline to make those plans? So, it's not the most exciting process if you get picked, <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> so you can submit your cabin at maincabinmasters.com, kennebeccabincompany.com. There's an application page. It goes into a spreadsheet and we check them regularly. And, you know, to be honest, there's thousands of applications so that there's so many good camps. The chances of getting picked are very slim. Everything has to work. You know, the budget has to work. 
Um, the transformation. Transformation has to be there. The the location. The time frame. Time frame. It it just it's really like hitting the lottery to be honest with you. And it's really tough for us to, you know, go through and tell everybody yes or no, because we so we get the spreadsheet, we go through it, we say okay, we do one quick pass through. Yes, this one would work initially. Yes, no. Yes, no. Ryan and I are going out scouting. We are, we do a quick drive by. See the areas they're in. Yeah, check it out. See what's going. Yeah, get a, get eyes on it, and then we're like, okay, this could work. Yep, so that's step one. And then we take that information and send it to our production company, Dorsey Productions. They're based out of Denver, Colorado, or Littleton, Colorado. They go through and say, okay, they are they're looking in more at what the network, right, the TV is from, from behind for. the lens. You know, because they have to put the show together. They look through them. They've got to talk to reach out to the camp owners. So, you know, and so they reach out to him and that's a go. Then they set up a meeting where you guys go back with a cameraman, you know, so it's, it's quite like a three to five step process. Yeah. Yeah. And so if you get a call from Dorsey or you get reached out to this, that's, you know, your chances are increased. Yeah. But it still doesn't mean you're going to make it because then we have to go take a look at them. We try and group them together to be more efficient. Geography is a big thing. We can't have a camp in York, Maine and one up in Aroostook County. You know, we, we just physically don't have the men, you know, so we got to do them in clusters. And if what they're looking for is either, you know, a good history of the camp, a good story. And I mean, if we find a camp with a great story, great budget, we'll then maybe try and find some others in that area to make it happen. And it's, yeah, it's a, it's getting easier. I mean, it it was a lot the first couple of years. It was overwhelming, but we're getting a better process now. And unfortunately we can't reach out to every camp owner and right. let them know yes or no they're n- because it's an ongoing process and sometimes we you know one will fall out and we'll have to pull another one in so if you hear from us great if not thank you for your application but we're sorry and we still love you yeah thank you we couldn't let you know one way or another okay uh question from daniel do you renovate pro- properties outside of maine oh that's a we get that question all the time Unfortunately, right now, we do not. We are main cabin masters. We are main cabin masters. By contract, we are not allowed to perform any work over state lines. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not allowed to leave the state, you know. <laughs> Although it would be nice. We're getting some nice offers for winter work in warm yeah. places. Yeah, I'd, I'd gladly be a Costa Rican cabin master. Yeah. yeah, I haven't said no to any of those offers yet. <laughs> but, you know, our family's here. We, this, is our, this is where our home is. So we're most efficient here, you know. We'd love to maybe venture out someday, especially in the cold months. We've talked about that a lot. Yeah, but we, I mean, yeah, we love Maine. We love all seasons here. So maybe someday. Maybe someday. We can't even. So many people want us just to sneak over the border in New Hampshire. Come on, like five miles over. Like, true. Ah, I don't think we can pull it off. And there's no shortage of camps in this state. Maybe before the internet, we could have snuck over to New Hampshire, but we can't. <laughs> I don't think we can anymore. No. All right. Question from Brian. We will definitely visit Acadia National Park and the surrounding area, but would really like to on suggestions on what else we should experience in your state. Ooh, that's a good question. Anywhere is awesome. Well, you know what I've learned is that the state is so different. There's so many parts of the state, and they're all just unique and awesome. Yeah. you got to go to the coast, but so many people don't go way up north even get that experience. Like, it's true. In the middle of nowhere a couple hours. Yeah, I mean, western Maine, Bridgeton area, then you're up into Rangeley, Farmington area. I mean, even Central Maine right here, it's got its own, you know, all the lakes. Well, the thing about Central Maine is Central Maine is based on population. Like, if you look at a map, yeah, yeah, Central yeah, yeah, yes, Maine, yes, yes. I've always thought that was funny. Central Maine is really 
probably up by Moosehead maybe, if you either the center of the state, but geograph geographically speaking, and when you talk to people, Central Maine's Augusta, Gardner, Waterville area. But I would say Mount Blue area, you know, Acadia's nice, it's got the ocean, the mountains, but you get over into the foothills, Farmington, Rangeley, Moosehead. You've got to stop by 915 Western Avenue, too. That's our yep. worldwide headquarters. Manchester, Maine. Three miles off, three or four miles off the interstate. So. 0435 fun. 0435 fun. <laughs> um, and each area has its own, I mean, almost their own dialect. Yeah. Randy Parlin, the boat guy, yeah. came picked up my boat the other day, and he left a message on my phone, and I was like, I could tell he was from Farmington Falls area. Just Real. from hearing his accent, it was so funny. <laughs> he sounds like Austin Kendall. And a bunch of other guys right from that area. His eyes are a little longer, yeah. shorter or something. <laughs> but, I mean, you could spend a week in Acadia National Park. It's a good destination, but d branch out on your way there. Get, get a, Move away from the coast. Yeah. Move inland. Move inland. All right. Uh, question from Raina. We feel the budgets for your projects are ridiculously low. There is no way you could pay your staff, buy the materials, and do what you do. When the owners have a budget, is that just for materials? The budget question. The budget question. We get it all the time. So the price that price that is on the TV screen is what pretty much the dollar amount the homeowner pays. Yes. In the last couple this winter, we worked through the winter. We did some add-ons, so I, that's going to play it a little bit differently. But the first couple seasons, that was the price that the homeowner paid. It's yeah. I mean, and I think they're going to reflect that. Yeah. Now that still is what the camp owner pays, and for the most part, we're right there. On the budget, we really... We, I don't think we've made money on it, any camp, have we? We've we, lost... That's basically us doing the work at cost. Right. We don't, we don't charge up upcharge materials like most guys do. We don't upcharge on our guys' labor. But we get that... We get paid from the production company, so it's kind of subsidized. That's how... Yeah, we get, we get a bonus from production. That's why we don't have to charge. And we, we definitely get materials at a discounted rate... And sometimes donated us for you know promotion on the show. Well, I mean, every episode has a trade out in it. You know, whether it's yep. you know one high money item. You know, we have built relationships with all our suppliers, so everyone knows that if they get a scratch and dent, call Chase, yep. or if they get a misorder, call Chase. And but, then you pit you know then the, your collection and but, your family history. Yeah, it's but it's true. I mean, we like these last two episodes. I think it was the Fuller Camp. The kitchen cabinets there came from Harry Wolfington's. Yeah. You know, he don he gave us his old 70s outdated cabinets because he was renovating his place. And they fit perfect there. And, but they were perfectly good cabinets for a camp. The butcher block came from another camp. Um, you could play the cabin master drinking game. Every time you see one thing from, you could. One, from one camp that's in another one, have a drink. The cabinets from the Salter camp went into Jay Wolfington's camp. A so, couple of toilets have even been switched around, I think, season one. I still have one sitting, <laughs> sitting in front of my barn waiting to go into a camp. But, yeah, I mean, it's a mix and match. And then the other thing is that it's just camp. We're not – if you look close, yeah. you know, you get the big picture. Our miter cuts aren't 100% perfect. We're going fast. There might be paint splatter, but it's the big picture. It's camp. It's meant to be enjoyed and be used. Yep. And it's not perfect. And that and that's not perfect, and it's not necessarily... Kind of like us. It's not necessarily completed. Right. You know, we get that, too. Well, how come the stove isn't hooked up? Stuff like that. Where we take that budget as far as we can, and then we get it to a point where the homeowners could come in and finish it off when they have the time or the money or the resources. Because we have a set budget and time frame, we do as much as we can in with the, what we have to work with. 
and we've learned in the last couple of seasons, like stoves, you know, that's a liability. We're not adapt at or adequate at. Let them do, get them professional in there. You know, we get everything right then, and they, and they have other co- companies come in, like stoves, heating systems, and finish it off. Yep. And septic systems. A lot of times septic systems are in the plan to go in, but later on. So we'll set up the bathrooms, we'll stub the plumbing down through, and then, again, when they have the resources to complete it. So... But I know coming from, I couldn't imagine coming from a, you know, western state, though, where the price, I mean, if Pine and Maine is cheap, and that's what people don't understand either. Like, it's just a different, whole different world. And the, and the rate of labor is a little different here than anywhere that's else. True. That's like, true. I mean, yeah, we, we'll buy a flat of eastern white pine and use it for everything. 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 Okay, next question. <laughs> How do you guys do the budget? <laughs> from Montford. Uh, I watch with amazement as you speed drive screws during your work. How do you do that? What driver bit do you use, and what style screw head do you use? CGI. They just fast forward the footage. <laughs> <laughs> they pick the best one. No, I mean impact drivers. That's a great question though, because I truly believe the screw does matter. Like, I used to use a lot of deck. I don't. I oh, should yeah. deck mate screws. And they were good screws. You know, buy them at the big stores for bulk, and then you you know you get a GRK, and the thing does is faster and stronger. Yeah, I mean Fletcher, my son, wears that hat around. Best screw ever. <laughs> and it's, it's but it's, it is the best screw. I it mean, really is. And with a torque head bit and an impact gun. They don't strip like. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know how we survived without the impact guns. Yeah, I don't know. Where how, it was oh, yeah. all just elbow, just trying to drive that thing in. Oh, that's a good story, too. So the GRKs, I mean, they're expensive. You get what you pay for. And the guys love them so much. And they would they got to the point where they started screwing everything, which is not as cost-effective is nailing everything so we have a rule now one box one 25 pound box of grks <laughs> for yeah. each job yeah and well and our other rule is before you always wanted to use uh galvanized nails oh yeah and i was like no it's the price the price the price but we made an agreement that if all the nails didn't go thrown onto the ground went into people's pockets we could buy galvanized nails and we're still we're doing pretty good at that we yeah. run the magnet at the end of the Yeah, job. yeah, yeah. You know, because it's camp, and pe- a lot of people are out barefoot, so we try and make sure we're safe on that one. Okay. That's a good question. And then we have a question from Jesse. What are all the camps... Why are all the camps you work on raised off the ground? I live in Wisconsin, and most of the cabins I know of, including my family's, are built on concrete foundation. Is it because of the terrain or lack of access to concrete? Lack of money. Lack of money and... Yeah. I, I mean, mean, mostly cost, don't you think? And frost. Frost. The frost here is outrageous. I don't think in Wisconsin would be the same, though, right? Yeah, maybe it's not as bouldery? Yeah, I don't know. If it's, yeah, if it's sand, because yeah, cause the frost, you know, the warm and cold, warm and cold, so it pushes rocks around. And if you don't do a foundation correctly, it's going to ruin it. Yeah. In a lot of these camps, as you see, like, they put them on pucks and pads, and you, they, you know every couple of years you got to come in and re- re- readjust it. But I'd say mostly cost. Definitely cost. And, you know, we always try and put pucks down. And it, it does. It always depends on the terrain, how dry it is. You know, if the area is super saturated, you know it's going to heave a lot in the wintertime. And the frost right now is slowly coming out of the ground. It's so bad this year. Roads are still posted. Oh, it's so bad. I've never seen the frost like I've seen it this year. Yeah. Mud, it's been a long, long mud season. My lawn's like a roller coaster, up and down, up and down. <laughs> but And then that main ingenuity, a lot of them just... We go to a lot of camps, they use what was there. Your rocks. Yep. You know, old footings. Old stumps. Old stumps. And, I mean, we've got cedar up here, so, you know, you set a 
a cedar post on a nice flat rock, it it lasted. Oh yeah, it lasts fifty years. But again, it, you know, you're under jacking regularly, and that's a big thing too. If camps stop being maintained, they start heaving more and more. If you don't do good drainage around the camp, and all that water is allowed to pool up underneath, that's going to freeze up, cause the camps to heave. So for the most part, we don't do foundations unless the budget's there and if the conditions are right. We use a lot of techno metal posts now, which is kind of the best of both worlds. So Yeah. Good question, though. Right. Actually, a lot of the camps have been scouting around foundations this year, block and stuff. Yeah, blo blocks can be even trouble, too. Yeah. Right? Scary stuff. Okay, one last question from Warren. On multiple episodes, it doesn't appear that you... in that insulation is used, especially in the cabins with open ceilings. How are they kept warm in cold weather? They're not. They're used, most of them are three-season cabins. You know, people come in, not even, some people, a lot of cabins aren't until Memorial Day. It's like four months that they use them. Yeah. Memorial Day. Yeah. I mean, a lot of them are one season. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, beautiful summer. But, I mean, we've all, we all grow up with camps. I remember, I mean, how many times have we slept in uninsulated camps with a wood stove cranking trying to oh, yeah. stay warm all night? Frame is finished is what we call it. Yeah. You know, you, you see a frame, you see your electrical, you see everything. But that's frame is finished because it's inexpensive, you know, and that's how we, one major way we keep the budgets down. Yep. Insulation adds a whole new, you know, whole new realm of stuff. You put insulation up, then you got to sheathe it. Yep. Then, you, then you're worried about, you know, if it's camp that's not used year-round, then you have to worry about critters moving in. And if you have enough windows and ventilation in the summertime, you get a good breeze, it's going to keep the heat down. It's the camps that are, you know, closed up tight that you cook in. Yeah. I've been in some warm, yeah, no ridge vents and you just die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's one thing we love about our jobs that we don't really deal with a lot of insulation and we never deal with sheetrock. Yeah, I do love that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not complaining <laughs> at all. But if we do use insulation, we try and use spray foam as much as possible because it's, it helps hold the camp together. It helps keep critters out. You know, it seals it up tight. A couple camps that we wouldn't have been able to move if we didn't spray foam them. True. It really locks them all together. Yeah, and th this winter we've done our final three camps were kind of higher end. They all got insulated yeah. and closed in, finished off. But that's because, you know, the camp owners had a bigger budget and they want to eventually make them their year-round houses so and that that also gets in the the big uh, you know camp thing camp is different to everybody yep but a lot you know a lot of these people they had the summers off you know they'd come up stay at camp for the summer get out of the city for the summer and go back yep. you know and now as technology gets better and the world's a different place people try to extend it longer yeah i mean we get that all the time don't we i mean people oh i want to be able to stay here year-round which is great, but the logistics of it and the reality of somebody staying at their camp down the tiny camp road in the middle of January, February. Right. You know. Yeah, these were, those roads weren't, there was no urban planning back with these camps. Yeah, 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 yeah. I went down one the other day. I bet I went down a half. It's called East Ridge Road up in Oakland. I know the road, I couldn't imagine what it cost to put that road in. I yeah. come down, there's a beautiful house. It wasn't a camp. It was a house. Like, <laughs> yeah, but, you know, yeah. each their own. For sure. What? Segment two. Um, yeah, well, before we do that, I have a, I got a present for you. <laughs> All for our already. first podcast. Already. <laughs> Uh-oh. I have a present for you. going to be a loaded you. present. Da, 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 da. Man glitter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kennebec Cabin Company man glitter. <laughs> no way. Is this real? Yeah. Look at that. 
Cannabis Cabin Company's mango is an all-natural wood-based product designed to create and enhance the look of tiring day in the wood shop. When you do escape from the everyday hustle, head out to the workshop, open your beverage of choice, put your feet up, and watch your favorite episode of Main Cabin Masters. After your break, just sprinkle some mango on and your family will think you've been toiling away on the endless to-do list. Kennebec Cabin Company's mango will leave you feeling confident and relaxed, but looking like you put in a hard day's work. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> and directions for use. Apply literally to clothes, hair, or beard. Excess may be wiped off with a brush or rag. For more complete look, don't forget Kennebec Cabin Company's diesel-scented deodorant. This is awesome. Yeah. No way. <laughs> yes. The Are beard. Are you going to sell this? Yeah, I've got a case of them. <laughs> well, there you go. Be the first person to buy this at our website. That is so awesome. Cool. And is it probably Eastern White Pine or who knows? It's, it's a mix of whatever's on my workshop floor. Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's exciting. Well, thank you. Yeah. That'll be a, we'll leave this here for a prior. Right, right. When we, when we get done, we can just sprinkle some. <laughs> go back and see Brad. Yeah, like, we've oh. been working. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's exciting. Yeah. Gotta love the man glitter. All right, so... Our guest has arrived. Our first guest. We had to make her our first guest. <laughs> we knew we'd have to wait. <laughs> Better late than never. <laughs> that's your podcast. That's the show I'm on. Yeah. So yeah, Ashley Morrow, my wife. My sister. Me. Maggie's our aunt. Our designer. Lucky. Maggie's favorite aunt. <laughs> Only aunt. So look, I got a present before you got here. Man glitter. Oh my goodness. Yeah, we're going to sell it in the shop. What is this? <clears throat> it's man glitter. Man glitter. You put it, it looks like paint. You put it up with the paint cans. You what? go You go behind the woodshed, drink a couple of beers. The wife thinks you're what? working. What? Kennebec Cabin Company, man. And you put man glitter on. Depending. Yeah, when you go back in, you sprinkle a little on so yeah. you look Can like you you've open it for me. Oh. No, it look, it's sawdust. It makes you look you like you've been You should have worn working. some in here and maybe we'd cut you a little slack. <laughs> yeah. Can you open that for me? <laughs> yeah. Put a so, little on. Yeah, man glitter. So. <laughs> That's really cool. Isn't that awesome? Who made that for you? Chase. Where'd he kind of rolled with it. Where'd you get the label and everything? Got it made up. Bought but the cans. Those are awesome. Fresh, <laughs> fresh man glitter from you can trick Chase's. Any, you can trick anybody. Yeah, Chase's Wood Shop. So yeah, this is our STS segment where we just do interviews. What's that stand for? What do you think? STS. We're going to talk. Says? Just talk about anything. Shoot the... Oh. Shoot the shit segment. Can you say that? On, on the we can say whatever we want. <laughs> on our podcast? Yes. So it's the That's STS. That's as far as we'll go. It's yeah. not like I see you guys enough. Yeah. You got to call me into STS. Yeah. Well, yeah. We had to make you our first guest. For 20 minutes. And so our guests, we're going to ask... What are we asking? We got a list of questions from coffee. Coffee. First question is coffee, water, or beer? Beer. I knew she put nope, beer. No water right now. <laughs> Thank so you. all our guests will get. It's not full. Oh. But in the future, when we're really good oh, at this, really? you'll get water, coffee, or beer. Oh, nice. Why don't we explain what that is to everybody? Yeah. So we have a beautiful Main Cabin Masters coffee mug, a beautiful Main Cabin Masters metal water bottle, and a Main Cabin Masters pint glass. And how do I get the hat? What do I have to say for that? If you say it, we'll know it. <laughs> and if the guest is late, they get nothing from now on. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Put that back. <laughs> For all you listeners, I was on time. She <laughs> sure was not. Ashley time. So we have STS segment and with water, coffee, beer every time. Yep. That's, That's pretty exciting. Cool. Yeah. So we figured, we could, Ryan and I kind of talked about cabin submission process 
and people really want to know kind of the behind the scenes stuff for the show, we thought maybe you could talk to us about your design process. Oh, I'd love to. Like, oh, you know, just the nitty gritties of it. Like, yeah, how much influence does a homeowner have? Is there like, a budget? Do you, yeah. When do you pick so out paint we, colors? <clears throat> <laughs> so the paint colors, a lot of times I speak with the homeowners and they kind of lead me into the direction that they're looking for. Um, they don't always get what they want, but overall they do submit, they do give us money. So I like to give them what they want. Um, but for TV purposes, obviously we have to have a little bit of a wow factor. So we can't go from like, I don't know, a yellow to a yellow. We, we have to change it up a bit. Um, and then- Are we gonna let her get away with this? Yes. And then in terms <laughs> of um, the, uh, what was the other question? No, we're still talking about paint. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So then I um, go and I pick out the paint color and I bring it to the guys and I say, put it on. I usually drive it over to Bill. Um, I bring him all the paints every day, you know, line them up, show him what I need done. So what influences, though? Is it the homeowner's personality? Is it the surrounding? You guys are going to let me get away with this. Is it the surrounding <laughs> buildings, the <laughs> landscape? Oh, yeah. No. I... The way I choose is just whatever um, I really do. I listen to what the homeowners are going for. I also, it depends on what the sidings, you know, what type of the siding, uh, what type of siding we're putting up. So what would you use on a f nice, natural, white cedar pine, rough sawn clapboard? A natural mm. stain. What type of stain? Oil, water-based, transparent, semi-transparent? Water-based, semi-transparent. And what colors are best? For, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay, let's tell the truth here. Yes. Um, be, uh, yeah, we go to the paint um, warehouse, a.k.a. Higgins Street. The oops department. The oops the department. The oops department. And a lot names. of times we have leftovers or companies will call us up and offer us really good deals on the stains or whatever they have in paints. And a lot of times that's how we choose the colors. Yes. Remember last spring we got three truckloads from Gauslines Hardware? And, and I had to dump out a bunch of paint because there was <laughs> orange galore and it had to end. You didn't dump out paint. Maybe. In my head I did. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, we still have quite a bit of paint. and But we also, you know, you do come up with some colors. Moose Pond Purple, we get that yeah. one a lot. A lot of times... We do, and we do listen to the homeowners if they do have a specific color. Um, but we also, if we have the freedom to choose, we like to choose. Um, have we ever left any the same color? Uh, we pay the trim. Which one do we just paint no, the trim once, on? One time they really wanted. Oh, Houghton. Houghton, we just painted the trim. Because they had just painted yeah. it. Yeah. And then also, what was the one in um, Round Pond? Didn't they want it yellow? But it wasn't yellow. It wasn't? No. Oh. Yeah, well, Bunganuck, we, yeah, we kept oh, yeah, that Bunganuck. one great. Yeah, we couldn't do anything the exterior. And a couple of actually had siding on it. Oh, that's true, too. Yeah. That's true, too. But mostly good old-fashioned paint. Can we talk about paint. something other than paint right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Let's talk about what you've been up to. And I have been. I dug my um, mountain bike out of the shed yesterday. Exciting. And filled the tires. I've been making trails in the backyard to nice. go uh, walk Gussie on. Um, we went for a long walk yesterday, and he can't get off the couch today. He wouldn't come with me. I was hoping he'd have a... And you've been spending a lot of time at headquarters? I've been spending a, a lot of time. And what have you been doing? 
Oh, you guys want to know what I've been doing for work? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought you wanted to know what I'm doing on my spare time. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just talking fun here. I'm with you every day for work. <laughs> um, we've been focusing a lot on the shop. Um, looking for new merchandise to come in. Looking for new artists and craftsmen. To feature Who are some of the here. artists? Uh, that we work with right now? Yeah. Oh, geez. We work with we have, well Danny Burns. Um, Addie Pete. Addie Pete did the. She did the floor cloths for us. Or. Um, you went. What one was that? Jeez, Louise, you're making me lose my. I, I can't remember all the episodes. I just rem- <laughs> She made floor cloths. Oh, were... it was um, it was the one on Copsy. Oh, uh, Bell Island. Bell Island. Bell Island. Yes, that was what I called. And what else do we have down there? What, um, what's been selling the best lately? Oh, the saw blades have been selling. Saw blades. We have yeah. signed used saw blades. We need to get more saw, saw blades. I got, a, I got an email about them yesterday. What did they say? They put it up in their new, brand new man room. Nice. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> He's yeah. so excited. They're all old saw blades that come off of the saws we've been using. We, we'll start doing it on sawzall blades. We'll have a million of those. We get them engraved. Cheapest creepers. And then sign them. Turn them into bookmarks or something. I don't know. Your signature's too long. You might have to shorten it up for something. Shorten it up a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, so online sales have been the only thing that's going on right now. But it's been going well. Yeah. Working the kinks out. Yeah. Luckily, we've got a great retail manager, Isadora. I'm excited for the tasting room. Yeah. Oh, that's another thing. The woodshed. The woodshed. That's what it's called? Yeah. So we're taking advantage of this downtime, you know, to... <laughs> we have a little space out back at headquarters and... Hoping to put in a beer and wine tasting room and have events and outdoor patio area. Outdoor patio. Fenced in area for dogs. Fences. Yeah, speaking of dogs, where's Gus? He I told you I took him for a wicked long walk yesterday and he won't get off the couch. No new puppy? Tomorrow. What? <laughs> We're gonna go look tomorrow. Or today. When? We're hoping to get a call tomorrow to go look at one. Really? But I mean I haven't looked everywhere. We're calling over like it's called Machias Port. I think, Someone, I think everyone's getting a puppy right now. Someone just sent me a place from Michigan. I'm like, that might be too long of a ride. Did you see that article about the dog shelter that had no dogs right now? Yeah, that's yeah. pretty amazing. Uh, yeah, I, I, we looked into rescues, but no, no one had any. Wow. I mean, I'm sure they do, but... Right, right, right. There is some good coming from this crazy world we're living in. Yeah. Yeah, Gus needs a buddy. He's depressed. Yeah. It's the first time I haven't seen him with you, really. <laughs> We'll have, to, we'll have to have Gus on here sometime. Well, I, well, and, and Tank. <laughs> yeah, get him to bark. Yeah. I was trying to get Gus to come, and I was hoping he would have a pair of uh, headphones and a microphone. <laughs> nope. No, not at all. Yeah. So, well, this is exciting, guys. Yeah. I like what you've done with the place. Let's get in there, huh? Is this for we need actually we we need her to interior design some of this. We need some more ideas. No, I it's think a little it's, drab I think right it looks now. Great. Yeah. Do you like our? Carpeting, ceiling carpeting job. Uh, I bought them for you. <laughs> for, where'd you guys get those? Martins. Martins. Of course you did. Martins was awesome. Um, we had to finish up that last camp and they were closed. We love Martins. And I called them up and they opened up, let me in. Then I called Chase. Chase, I need help because I had so much furniture, remember? For you guys that don't know, Martins is a wholesale distributor in Maine. Surplus salvage <laughs> store. They take stuff when... Department stores have fires, and they buy it all out and sell it at not just deep fires. discounts. Stores that go out of business. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Not just fires. Liquidation stuff. But, yeah, but how much did you pay for these panels? Like 25 But Martin's is a main institution. But they always have something. You Right? You should have bought it when you saw it. You should have bought it when you saw it at Martin's. And, and we <laughs> love Martin's. We're doing advertisements, and Mar- <laughs> too. <laughs> Apparently. And Martin's loves Ashley, you know? They all know her by name. They open up for her. <laughs> and that's true. I mean, that's how we 
That helps with the budgets, really. It's yeah, it's part of being a Mainer. Yep, and you know you use a lot of furniture that comes from the camps. Yeah, a lot. Of, like when we go in there, I mean, you see, they're packed full of stuff, so we can pick through it. Um, it's easier when the camp owners go through it. But a lot of times we have to do it, so then we can set aside the stuff that we want to reuse. I just had an idea. What? You know, Mainers, everyone keeps stuff. We should go back to these cabins after a year or two because on TV we can't. They can't be. It has to be minimal stuff. See how filled they are. Like you know, it looks so perfect on TV. I guarantee they got it filled with the brim. That's true. Like yeah, and that's a good point too. I mean, when you design and when you're setting these up, you're staging them. You're staging them for TV. TV. Less is more. Less is more. You know, and a lot of people. You know, I get I answer the questions all the time, um, and everybody's taste is different. They've, I'm sure the homeowners go in after we're done, uh, and you know, stylize it the way they want it. You know, I'm decorating with a lot of color, a lot like for TV. But I think a lot of them also keep. Oh yeah, no. Like we went to the, I went to. They love, they love it, but they Tony also. Tony and Jeannie's, and they, you know, pretty much kept it the same. Kept yeah. So yeah, I mean, you guys know, but for you guys out there, I get a certain amount of money, a few thousand dollars, a couple thousand, um, for each camp. So just changing up the carpets, changing up the bedding, changing up the pillows. There's the little things that you can do that will change the look of a room really fast and for not that much money. It's more when you have to start buying like the big items if they don't have beds or, um, you know, couches and stuff like that. Tell them one of your tricks. So when we have a big camp and low budget for decorating. For yeah, what do you do? Air mattresses. See, that's another way we save money. There's tricks. Like <laughs> throw an air mattress on, make it look good for TV, and then – right. Yeah. You know, the home but, runs when they the, get some money can buy, replace it. The cool it. thing is, though, um, in, in season one, we had to pull all the stuff out. But at this point, oh, season the homeowners one. get to keep everything, which is so much easier for us. And it's also a, a bonus for them. S season one, we'd be taking stuff from our own houses, from <laughs> hotel rooms. Remember putting it in yeah, there? It was the one, right? They pulled some uh, chairs. Big chairs. Out of, out and then we'd be on the next jobs, and the homeowner <laughs> would be like, uh, where's my stuff? Or I'd be like, where's my stuff at home? Like. <laughs> Stuff everywhere. Um, it's last, gotten a lot easier. The last camp that we did still has one of our um, bar stools. Bar I know. Stools. <laughs> I specifically said, "Is that better come back?" Oh yeah, no problem. The other day, where's our bar stool? Uh, I'm just gonna leave it there. <laughs> Which camp? Shaw. Oh jeez, I got yet to, to be there. seen. Yeah, that's right. What's come? How many more do we have? When's this I airing? Think four episodes left, I think. Yeah. Exciting. By then, hopefully, yeah, we'll be rolling right into starting next season. Season five. Are you looking forward to a possible season five? Are you kidding? Of course I am. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> it's, it's becoming easier the more that we do it. Well, I should say that now, knock on wood. Why don't you name your podcast Knock on Wood? We probably should. <laughs> 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 We've already done it a couple times. Uh, <laughs> we like the woodshed, though, because the woodshed's great. The yep. woodshed's functionable. It reminds me of Clearwater. Yeah, you go. Oh, that's right. That's and then right. You know, everyone goes to the woodshed to do things. Tell them you know? the story about Clearwater. Do you know? You know woodshed. Yeah. Well, I want to hear it. There's a giant rock under the lake in between Camp Jane and Clearwater. Our camp. Yeah. yeah. And it's gigantic. And if you canoe across it, the right time of day, you can see it. And some people can dive down and like write their initials on it in the muck or whatever. Yeah. No, it's haunted. Haunted. Well, yes, a haunted rock. <laughs> <coughs> That's what you should write your story about. Jenny already has a bunch of stories. I thought she wrote about bleeding heart. That's that's what lives at Anyway. <coughs> you can write your own story. Well, how does that have to do with a woodshed? The rock's named Woodshed. Oh, I like it. Interesting. And everybody knows 
woodshed. Yeah. Yeah, I go around it. Every, everyone goes around. No, no one. Ashley, I'm sure you've been behind a woodshed or two in your life. <laughs> <laughs> now you're from the woodshed. Oh, that's awesome. You guys are funny. We are. So, what else is on this list of yours? All right. Oh, we still got time. Yeah. We're learning as, as we go. This is going to get more fluid and better, but time's flying. I think this is great. Time's flying, but Ashley. Yeah. So let's talk about the brooms. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yes. We should put up a broom back there for her. If you do, I'm never going to be a guest again. Oh, come on. It's just a fun joke. We should. Are we going to ever sell brooms? I think we should sell brooms. Yeah. Custom. Um, Sam has a good um, a good uh, hookup up in somewhere up north. Somebody, She's got a broom dealer? Yeah. She really does. I don't know. <laughs> don't ask. That's correct. So the broom thing is a big joke, and it just kind of has taken off. It started with Dixie. Dixie, yeah, as a joke. Because there's always been two or three brooms in every cabin. Endless jokes. Endless jokes. Remember that one camp that had like ten brooms? <laughs> the mini broom parking garage. <laughs> <laughs> I came to headquarters a couple weeks ago. There's a broom only parking out front. It was awesome. But yeah, it's a, it's a joke. And I get the broom jokes at home, even when we're not on the job site. I get them everywhere. I get somebody. Um, do you get offended by the broom jokes? No, I do not. Okay, I let's clear that up right now. Because some think, people do think Ashley gets offended. And I don't everything get we offended. Do is a good I think the jokes on you guys because it's such an old joke. It makes you look like. Get a new joke. She's like, look, you guys are so lame. Yeah. Pretty <laughs> much. We're like laughing at ourselves nonstop. Yeah. Pretty much. Oh, hey. As long as we all get to laugh over it, right? Yeah, right. And I did get a joke. I mean, I got a, a broom from Maddie. She, like, bedazzled it. Did you, did you ever see that one? I don't know. Oh, That's the first broom you ever got. That's not the first broom I ever got. It's the first customized broom I ever got. The only custom. Your uh, wood engraving guy was doing shovel handles. Yeah. We could do... Broom handles. Oh, there you go. See what? There we go. Yeah, done. With my face on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna own this broom joke <laughs> all the way sure. to the bank. Whatever you want. Yeah, we'll sell it right beside the man glitter. Yeah, so we can sweep up. The <laughs> it, it can be the somehow we can make it the woman's version of the man glitter. <laughs> uh, I think you're getting a little sexist there. No, right, uh, Maggie? Man glitter's for everybody. Yeah, <laughs> man, yeah. man glitter's for everybody. Yeah. I know. I'm just joking with you guys. We don't want to come off like that ever. No. No, 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 no. no. Not at all. We're equal opportunity. We I know you We are. love having you around. Equal opportunity offenders. <laughs> equal opportunity <laughs> offenders. But, you know, that's we have our humor. You know, it's, sometimes people take it differently, but. For sure. We have a good New time. Topic. New topic. Okay. New topic. <laughs> Say thank you, producer. <laughs> the producer has spoken. The producer has spoken. Want to talk about Gus some more? She can do her own. Do you guys want to? You guys know Gus's Gus. middle name? Do you know his full name, Ryan? Christopher Columbus. Yep. <laughs> his they, real name though is August West. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. But his real name is August West Christopher Columbus Morrill Eldridge. Wow, he sounds <laughs> he sounds dignified. What type of dog are you looking at? I think we're gonna get a new dog and name him Willie. Lab. Yeah. Willie Nelson. I've always loved Labs. Yeah. We've always had good luck with Labs. Don't you think that's a cute name? Willie? Yeah. Willie Nelson, Columbus, Morrill Eldridge, (laughs) the fifth. (laughs) You know Lizard's full name? King Elizard Breath the first. Well, so let's talk about new animal names. Did you hear about the new animal that's coming to to the Morrill family? Are you getting the That's a big announcement. Yeah. No, you're not. What's the name, Maggie? Uh, Its name is Penny Lane. No way. Yep. Ah! 
on. When? Yeah, it's coming next week. Oh my goodness. Yeah, there's a there's a barn. You caved. He, well, I did. He's got a whole new life through this whole coronation thing. No. There's a barn up the road from mom, and a family moved in, and they're looking to stable some horses. And mom got talking with them, and they found a horse. I rescue in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. They're getting. Does that have to get quarantined when it gets here? Nope. Uh, well, it's got a break-in period, right? It's not a quarantine. Not a quarantine, but you know. <laughs> Nothing to do with the coronavirus. Cats can get coronavirus. I read that yesterday. Yeah. Oh, you've been watching too much Tiger dogs. King. Horses can't. Anyways, we figured, I mean, the kids don't have school. It's a great time. They need something to do. They can pretty much walk or ride a bike from mom's there. Go ride the horse. No. I just want to preface this. This is a big deal because Chase has been saying no forever. Ever. Adamantly. Yes. No. So those horses that got dropped off when my barn was finished were actually Mark Burtwell's and Tammy's (laughs) and Sid's. I can't believe that Mark got that that horse to go into your yep. workshop. We, I still get questions about that. Those are not our horses, but now And Lan- we... Lance does have the emus. Yes, he Lance actually really has does about have emus. five right now, the last thing I heard. And he loves his emus, or Lily does. I don't know. I yeah. think he does too. Yeah. He has two babies. I bet Lance Jr. is probably dra- riding those by now. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> that is the thing, right? Ostrich racing? He's got emus, not ostriches. I know, but... What's the difference? Ostriches Size? are bigger. I don't know. That emo was not, that emo was supposed to be a baby, and it was not a baby. No. It, well, actually, it was. It was adolescent. That's the first and last time we'll have non-domesticated animals, I think, on the show. Yeah, we learned our lesson. Yeah. Too much work. Yeah, that's, uh, a, that's a huge story for another time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Maggie has some questions that are... Pertinent to Ashley, yeah. I believe. Pertinent to Ashley design and all that fun stuff. What? Right, everyone could comment, but... Uh, what do Ashley and Ryan do in their spare time? Do they only have one dog, Gus? What do we do in our spare time? Ryan is do, does a lot of work in his spare time. He is making an in-law apartment for his father and stepmother in our basement. Way over my deadline and way over my budget, but I'm almost there. <laughs> we play a lot of cribbage. We play a lot of cribbage. We're watching Ozark right now. We've been on the woods a lot, yep. building trails. Um, when when we're not in Corona, we like to go out to eat. Skiing when we go skiing, skiing a lot. Spend a lot of time in the lake. Oh, yeah. Imagine how nice it must be. I like to go to a lot of concerts. It's gonna be it's gonna be a weird summer. No concerts. It's gonna be a lot of staying at home with friends and family, going to camp. We've it's gonna watching, be a great camp. We've been watching old old um, baseball games, the um, World Series, Red Sox champion. Yeah, watching some old baseball games. It's funny, like he's got he's so excited. He's in front of the TV, like it's this, like it's ha- in town happening. <laughs> yeah, just, I, he's screaming, cheering, <laughs> jumping up and down. Like it's, that's it's, like one of the greatest <laughs> moments in New England sports history. That is a far cry from what is going on now. We are like we were at the top and we are going down. Besides the Bruins, God love them. Okay, question from Kate. I would love to know where Ashley shops for interior furnishing and keys. She does an amazing job. I love Jellison's. I love Martin's. And what is Jellison's? Jellison Traders. It's a cool, pretty much they have everything you could ever think of. Uh, used furniture, used dishes, used everything. And they're located in Augusta, right? Not used. That's the wrong word. Riverside Drive in Augusta. What's the word? Gently right near the Red Barn. 
gently. If you want your order before you arrive, call 623-9485. You guys remember that commercial, huh? I know the whole song. Going to the Red to get something to eat. Anyway. Yeah, so Jellison's, Martin's. Chase and I go up right down the road from these places. This is why we know these things. Well, there's all sorts of cool ones around Maine. Yeah, they're all over. Hollowell, the antique mall down in Hollowell. Yeah. Um, yeah, roadside knickknack places or whatever. I, I shop local as much as possible. Elmer's Barn. Mm-hmm. Another Chase's quick. Barn. Chase's Barn. I always tell people you guys are picking before it got popular. You guys are a little bit ahead of the curve with that. You should have been on American Pickers, Chase. No, but you guys are doing that, like in building barn board furniture before it was popular, before right before social media. We, absolutely. I mean, I remember trying to put stuff on eBay. Oh. When we had the potluck shop, and yeah. you, it was so, so complicated. Hard. So hard. You had to take the photo with your camera, upload the images. Oh. They took forever to upload them, and just, but now it's like, boop, boop, boop. done. Yeah. Yep. Our, a lot of our friends and families, parents and friends, and oh, gosh. Mr. Dicks. they know to yeah. just drop stuff off. No, I'm taking out a van. Do you guys want it? It's we amazing. don't even ask. It's like, they just know. <laughs> just go drop it off. Yeah. You know, at Chase's Bond. Question from Wayne. Who stages your cabins? Do you own, do the owners of the camps keep the furniture, or is it just for show? Uh, for the most part, the owners keep everything. Um, if we go over budget, we do have to pull items, but we try to keep it on budget so that they can keep everything. Um, I try to use what they have and then just add to it. And I have helpers. Isadora helps me a lot. And then I had an assistant, Erin, last season and the season before that. And she... We become our assistants too, even though we say we're not gonna. We're always moving furniture. We always say we're not gonna do it. We're nope. not gonna do it. We're not gonna do it. Yeah, right. But it's come a long way. So season one, remember, like season one, they p- put everything in, and then the homeowner picked if they wanted to buy it afterwards. Like, you yeah, know, when you, it well, was a pain. It was. We've come a long ways. Yeah, but I think that's part of being a new show. You know, there's no budget there now. I mean, we we started the show. We didn't know anything that we were doing. Season one was so hard. So <laughs> ten camps. It was so hard. <laughs> it was like. And we were all over the place. I mean, we were in Bar Harbor yeah, we area. Just, we, were, we were everywhere. Remember the two-hour interviews? Two-hour interviews on that on those rocks. Yeah. Everyone's gotten more efficient. Pluck me up a tree that one time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, question from Donna. Are you all really from Maine? <laughs> <laughs> yes. We're all boomerangs, right? Isn't that what they call it? Why are you trying to be hip again, Maggie? No. No, a, what's a boomerang? A boomerang is a, you grow you were born in Maine, you go to your school, maybe you go to college, but then you just venture out and you boomerang back. Were we gone long enough to be boomerangs? I was. Ashley was. She's a crested booterang. Boomerang. <laughs> 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 but yeah, we, we all grew up yes, born. Yes, we were all in born Maine. and raised in Maine. We all went to college in Maine. That's true, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we all yes. went out west skiing for a while. Yeah, I went to Colorado and then up to Alaska, so I was going a while. It's easy to forget. I think every, that's, that's cr- true for pretty much everybody on the cast. Yeah, 100% yes, Mainers. Yes, okay. Mainers. 100%. Great. Um, a question from Susan. How come Gus isn't mentioned as part of the team? Good question. Let's call the producers and ask. <laughs> <laughs> Gus is he's in every episode. Because he follows me around. That's why he's such a perfect... Yes. But he really was made for TV. He'll sit right. I mean, he sits right there, looks at her like he does. He acts pretty well. But we all have dogs. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I think they confuse. I think if they see Otis a lot of times, they just think it's Gus. Yeah. Because I talk to Gus so much. That's a stretch. <laughs> By about 50, 
15 pounds. Yeah, wide ways. <laughs> but, All right, now. I didn't but, come here to... But Dixie has two labs, but he feels more comfortable not bringing them around. Yeah. Which, you know, totally understandable. Judd has got Susie. Susie's around a bunch. Yep. Brad's dogs are around now. Brad has two. BT has a couple dogs. Yep. Who else have we seen? Uh, Wing is... Wing. Wing his dogs around. Oh, Andy. Andy's dogs. Cody. Okay, so everyone has dogs. <laughs> Sadie was around. We Sadie passed this fall, winter. So yeah. Sadie was around for a while. She's been in a lot of, a lot of the last couple episodes. Aww. Kind of a little tearjerker, but it's good. So, And we'll get more dogs. There's a lot of call for the... Isadora has tank. Dogs at Cabin Masters. Maybe we'll do a calendar. We should do a calendar. Better than us. Isn't it? Lizard better be on that damn thing. We'll have Lizard and Cricket together. <laughs> I, I've always wanted to bring Cricket over to your house and see if they... Knew <laughs> each other? Yeah, because they're brother and sister. Oh, we should Lizard film that. Lizard would beat him up. But do you think they remember each other? No. Lizard is not nice. Let's bring him in here and interview him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down. Um, okay, question from Rob. What is the reason your mom's na- dog is named Kermit? Chase, why don't you answer this? Well, that's a great question. And there is a great answer. Kermit the dog came about because Sarah and I were set on naming our second child Kermit. Oh, not not Nori? Nori. If Nori had been a boy, if if Nori had been a boy, she would have been Kermit. And my mother went out. My mother hated the name. I don't blame her one bit. She went out and got a puppy and named it Kermit without telling us so that she took the name so we couldn't name Nori Kermit. Kermit. That is a brilliant move. But luckily for everybody, Nori is a girl. She's Eleanor. But Sarah, my wife's, Eva, Big Eva, sent my mother a thank you letter (laughs) after she found out because they hated the name so much as well. Don't worry, Maggie. You're supposed to be his bazooka. Luckily, the the dog came out first. (laughs) I still like the name Kermit. I think it would have been I don't not like the name Kermit. But Eleanor. frog. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it was Eleanor Roosevelt and Teddy Roosevelt's brother was named Kermit. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and my father grew up with somebody named Kermit. Interesting. It's not a bad name. If you're na- shout out to anyone named Kermit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Uh, okay, question from Gary. In a recent show where Ashley built a countertop using puck-shaped woodcuts and then used liquid plastic to fill in between, I'm trying to Siegman. locate such liquid, oh, yeah. and I need to know I what it's know called. What that that was. was the Siegman camp. Yes, and that stuff is called, oh, I just used a ton of it on, downstairs. It's like liquid glass or something like that. Is it liquid glass? It's two-part epoxy that you can go get at Sherwin-Williams, any of the lumber stores. It's, uh, yeah, it's like a clear coat. And the only recommendation is... Don't do it with Lance. Don't do it with Lance. Do it as thin <laughs> as you can, and it's messy. So how did you make those thick pieces in the table you built us? Didn't you lay it thick in it with a railroad truck? So oh, yeah. You can buy... If you have big gaps to fill in, you can buy stuff specifically to fill big, in. Okay. Big gaps. It's a lot more watery. But for that one, if you're just going to... Like, you want to barcode stuff. It's basically, right. it's basically called barcode. Did someone cut their finger on that one? Someone yes. Those... And cutting, cutting those Remember cookies. Remember Lance was making me carry those trees. <laughs> oh, and the cookie, yeah. yeah the co- it's so dangerous cutting round stuff on chop it sauce. Yeah. It's so dangerous. So be careful when you're cutting cookies. You know, if you want to go as thin Bands as you can. be better, I think. Yeah. Just, it, they're, they're flying so fast and there's no good way to hold on to it. You don't know where a knot is either. And it can easily twist on you. 
and let them dry out first. Make sure you glue them down good. That's an interesting question. It's funny what people see. That, remember that, um, that countertop came out really great though. Another question was the. Do you remember the name of the crushed seashell tiles? They were at a Southern Maine, weren't they? Kanabunkport, Ogunquit. Somebody was asking. Somebody sent an email. That was season one too. Yeah, they must be re-showing a lot of the. Oh, I have to. Go, I'd have to go back and look. Okay, I couldn't think of it either. But main shellware. No, that's the, that's what we have now. Same idea. Yeah. His name was Mickey. I think that they sold the company. The guy that did made it was Mickey. Yeah, I think he sold the. Was company. he by as a Kermit? <laughs> <laughs> you just. Uh, Those are two on. different. Oh no, not anymore. I produced this. I produced this shakes her head when she thinks we got stupid jokes. <laughs> okay, we'll go for one last question. I am interested in you morals being 10th generation Mainers. Our family must have come over early at the same time period. My family came from England in 1630 to Massachusetts Bay Colony. Uh, some of the family names are full names above. I am curious if there's any ancestors in common. What are some of the names on your family tree? Interesting. You should have given us one for homework. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I don't have the big circle in front of me. Tenth generation. We do huh? our family trees with a big circle. Um, I don't know. What's our family's name? Moral, Fletcher, Chase. Yep. So Fletcher's I mean, a surname? Fletcher yep. Fletcher's my grandmother's maiden name. No. Chase is so my grandmother's father was Eric Fletcher Chase. There we go. So but oh, more those have to be cool people, Eric and Fletcher and Chase. Wow. I wish I knew Eric Fletcher Chase. Yeah. What nationality is, you, is moral and chase? Maine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, it was all Massachusetts Bay Colony, so I'm sure yeah. there's some connection somewhere. My but is it English, Irish, French, German? English. I think English. For the most part. But my mom and dad met in Germany. In Garmisch. That, we have to have my mother on here. We, oh. we were having Easter dinner, and we were asking mom some questions. The stuff she was telling us that she did when she met dad was just unreal. Really? I want to hear yeah. Cool. And then we were talking about the Grand Prix over in Monaco. It was right? I think so. She went? She's like, oh, da your dad and I went there on motorcycle. They kicked us out after the race. They got rid of all the poor people. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's definitely another conversation. Interesting. But yes, our family's been in Maine for a long time. My father comes from a large family. We come from a large family. I mean, you come from a small family. Small family, but Not the anymore. French ties. I got my morals now. I got all kinds of morals. So, <laughs> Yeah, my family came down from French Canada and Quebec. Yeah, so I guess... This it, was fun. That's, Thanks for letting me be the first guest. If you had anybody else, I would have been so mad. <laughs> Thanks for making us wait. Yeah, we, can, we knew that Do was going to happen. you remember that happen. shirt I used, to <laughs> I used to wear? Run late is my cardio. <laughs> yes. I need to go get some cardio. Yeah, th thanks for being on the show. We'll uh, yeah. have you back again soon. We will have beer, water, or coffee next time. Yeah, we'll be a little more prepared. Okay, it's 10 a.m., no beer. It's noontime somewhere. It's Corona. We'll do an afternoon vacation. one. <laughs> yeah, does that count in Corona vacation? <laughs> we should have a drinking game here, how many times Maggie rolls her eyes at us. <laughs> It's not going to come back. You better be nice. <laughs> Thank you, Maggie. <laughs> well, okay, I'll let, I'll let you guys out. I'm going to go get some water. All right, see you, honey. Thanks cool. for having me. Thanks. Gonna Tell go Gus home to come next time. That's what I was going to say. Well, that was our first STS segment. That went well. It did. Bye. Yeah, I think when Ashley comes on, we have to start calling it better late than never, though. <laughs> with Ashley. <laughs>
So that went pretty smoothly. Yeah. Better than expected. As smooth as a piece of nice, as, as smooth as a piece of nice, nice white pine lumber. <laughs> Good old white pine. <laughs> I can smell it too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's the basic format. We'll have guests on regularly, and question and answers. So we'll always answer some questions. What's the website people send questions to? People send qu- send questions to. They can go on the YouTube to watch the podcast. Yeah. Or they can send the questions to... On our Facebook pages or something? Facebook We'll page. work on that. We'll yeah. get a good place to question. Send them through the website. Go to the website. There's a contact link. Perfect. And we'll screen those. Maggie will line them up, and we'll go from there. Yeah. Then we'll have a guest on every time. We'll have our STS segment. Yep. We know we need to have beer, coffee, or wine, or water ready to go. Yeah. Hopefully we'll feature a new product every time in our shop. Yeah. Just, it's going to be hard to beat Manglitter. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. <laughs> That's setting the bar high. Um, thanks, Maggie. Yeah, thank you, Maggie. That was great. Thank you, <laughs> Nelma. Yeah, thank you, Nelma. They're a big reason that's got started. Yeah, we've been working them with them from the beginning. They're the ones who go in and make sure all the white pine is graded properly, the quality is good. I mean, Maine's a hugely forested state. Wood is a huge product, and eastern white pine specifically. We use it for everything, and... You know, they're the ones who oversee it. Keep it graded. You can find out more information on them at nelma.org, whitepine.org, or spruce. Told you I'd forget. White spruce, uh, spruce cedar.org. Or t- look it up. Hold on. Jesus, bro. <laughs> we're, we're working out the glitches. Two out of three. Sprucepine.org. Sprucepinefur.org. Sprucepinefur.org. We use all of them, and, you know, we try and use as much real building materials in the camp real wood because we go into these camps we see that's what lasts that's what holds up i don't think we could do this in a lot of other states yeah just because pine is so abundant in maine so resourceful so inexpensive and so available yeah it helps keep our budgets down it lets us be flexible with building methods and you know we're not i mean we're not the we are the masters but we're not the i mean there's so many different ways to do stuff we get that email all the time you know, why didn't you do it this way? Oh, yeah. The f- and that's, that? you know, we do it as best we can to keep these camps going as long as we can. And that's really what it's all about for us is keeping these camps alive and usable for families in Maine. And it's not the right way, the wrong way. It's just to get it done way. Yeah. And just keep it going and have fun and get people involved. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was fun. Yeah. So in the meantime, check out our website, com. Everything's still for sale and open. Get Manglitter there soon, I think. Yep. MainCabinMasters.com. YouTube channel. Um, give us feedback. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know what you think. If you want to see any changes, any additions. Yeah, it's a work in progress. Yeah. This is season one, episode one. <laughs> think about how far we went filming. Think about yeah, season four true. of the podcast. Yeah. Could be, could be holograms by then. You never know. Fantastic. Thank you, guys. Thanks. Maggie, Thanks, Maggie. thank you. Subscribe. Subscribe. What does that mean? I don't know. So so what does subscribe mean, Maggie? Subscribe to the YouTube channel. So on the YouTube, on the YouTube. God, now I'm on the If you get on the YouTube, you subscribe. (laughs) Like the video, subscribe to the YouTube channel, turn on notifications. Leave us comments. That's why we hired you. Be nice. It's probably Maggie reading them. So. You don't have to. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Subscribe.